Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RV Empath Me for the HSP Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It's August 27th, 2020. And I'm not quite sure how this podcast is going to go. I've been feeling a little odd and a little off. Some of it has to do with the podcast that I did yesterday because it could have um, triggered some people and may, you know, continue to do so (laughs) in its existence. But I do think it's a very important topic to address when it comes to healing muck and yuck and fear. Uh, Because I'm all about fear, peeps. Remember, I am healing myself from a huge life, uh, you know, the words are escaping me, but certainly my quality of life was deeply affected. Talk about life. I wasn't even living. Or, you know, truth be told, when dealing with that level of fear, it's almost like, I don't know. It, it is definitely, it can be torturous. And fear is tied in with anger and sadness and depression. I mean, it's all kind of linked. So in moving forward, which is what we're all working on, right? To live our best lives in the best version of ourselves. That means healing fear. That means addressing and working with uncomfortable topics and inner wounds, things that have happened to many of us. I believe that uh, the topic that I touched on yesterday, touched, haha, <laughs> it's a topic of sexual abuse. Uh, I do think that that is uh, more common than people might think. I do think it's a thing that a lot of people have to heal from. And uh, part of that is helplessness. There's a certain amount of helplessness that comes with it. And certainly when I recounted my story yesterday of uh, my, the date rape, you know, I call it my date rape. That's, that was interesting, wasn't it? Do I really want to own it? I mean, do I, it, it was, I think it's fair to say it was my experience. But now it's simply a memory and it's something that I actually view as um, adding to who I am as an, as an individual. When you look back, you realize, and this has something to do with that forgiveness thing, which I still haven't looked up. (laughs) But there's an author who wrote this book about like, you know, forgiveness, ultimate forgiveness pops into my head, but I don't think that's it. But there is something called ultimate forgiveness too. Look, let's get real. There's a lot out there when it comes to forgiveness, because it's a huge thing. Huge. Um, At any rate, You know, I had already adopted this specific viewpoint of the stuff that we lived through, um, 
our experiences, they all added somehow to the person I am today. So how can I, how can I, how can I hate them? I don't, and I won't. But it's interesting because it's not to say that, hmm, you know, forgiveness is a tricky thing because it's not as if you're saying that what happened was okay. It's just you're not allowing it to um, kill you on whatever level because that's what, that's what, you know, shame and anger and fear, it, it threatens your life, your quality of life, which threatens your life. Let's get real. Again, peeps, because stress, the whole big wide subject of stress negatively affects our health. And guess what our health affects? That's right our very lives, our very lives, whether we live or die, our health, our mental health, emotional, spiritual, physical, etc. <laughs> Good health on all levels of being is super necessary to be in any kind of place to enjoy a good life. I was thinking today, you know, I I personally am wanting to move forward in different ways um, in my life. And it's hard to do when you don't have energy. Isn't that right? So I personally have been just sort of figuring out the best ways for me to do what I have to do what I want to do, do what I have to do, (laughs) and then do what I want to do. And sometimes that means getting real with ourselves when it comes to our energy levels. Sometimes that means not doing a whole lot every day in a day. But remember, little things, little actions, add up. They do. Hey, if you're living your life a certain way, even doing small things to support it, that just becomes your life after a while, naturally, organically. And then you work, you further yourself in different ways. It doesn't have to be huge changes. (laughs) Those two words together are hard to say. Huge changes. (laughs) But it can be. Don't discount it. Hey, I'm coming up with some personal epiphanies lately. And soon we're going to be moving into the astrology portion of the podcast, where hopefully we'll talk more about that because there's a lot going on with Uranus. But be open to thinking new things, um, expanding your mind, um, you know, furthering yourself on the inner, 
And that certainly helps to contribute to the outer life. I mean, they say, and I actually agree, it, don't worry about changing stuff on the outside. The first thing we focus on is ourselves, on the inner. I've experienced that firsthand because then life gets sorted out on the outside, you know, on its own. It tends to take care of itself. Now, I'm going to see if there's anything else I wanted to point on, or to point to, or make a point about. <laughs> um, so again, I, I wanted to just touch base a little bit about yesterday's podcast, and the fact that I talked a bit about a personal experience that I had, which was date rape, the fact that I was drugged. And that is its own thing that we can unpack, certainly in future podcasts. But the whole umbrella topic of sexual abuse is um, varied, just like everything else, it runs the gamut. So this is a topic to be talking about as we're moving forward with healing, feeling healing and dealing with our um, muck and yuck because this is necessary as we heal. And, you know, peeps, it is absolutely stressful right now. And there's more than enough out there to be stimulated by. Um, If we allow ourselves, there can be a lot to really get upset about. So the challenge is to not allow it to injure and harm us and, you know, contribute in any way (laughs) uh, negatively impacting our long-term health and our uh, lives, right? What am I trying to say? Let's just uh, get right to it. Uh, The trick is to, like I say, not be an ostrich with your head in the sand, to be conscious, but also be conscious enough to not allow things to injure or hurt us more on on the inner. So how do we do that? What's one of the best ways? Let's get to it. Let's get to the core of what RV Empath is all about. It's working towards every day, in every way, how we can be and stay calm and balanced. Dance, 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 dance. Yes, folks, let's get to it. Look, the only way through, I don't want to say the only way through, certainly one of the best ways through (laughs) that I know of is being able to clear the mind, calm ourselves, soothe ourselves, um, parent ourselves, calm ourselves to get to a place of balance, because then you can kind of go, okay, what is happening? (laughs) How do I feel? How do I want to feel? Um, because we remember that brings 
stuff into your life. I mean, we live our lives from the inside out, kind of, strangely enough. At any rate, I just want to say I may continue, I probably will continue with difficult topics and sort of unpacking them so that we can view it all from a higher perspective and forgive what has happened in our personal lives because there's a lot, there is a lot that each and every one of us has gone through. There are wounds, pain, there's trauma, there's drama, absolutely, as well as like karmic energy, stuff we're born with. And look, I don't like you might know, you know, I don't know what I think of about like actually bringing in energy from past lives and that sort of thing. I don't know. But I do know that a person can be born with trauma in their DNA that um, that can actually has been proven like DNA has been changed through um, ancestral like trauma and drama. So there's that. And then there's stuff, there's uh, stress that the mother could have passed on to the child in utero. So um, then there's subconscious stuff that the infant and toddler that we all experience that we don't even remember. So that this is all like karmic energy in our lifetime. We don't even have to think about like a subject of past lives. There's enough to deal with in this lifetime. So uh, what is my point? <laughs> I've sort of lost, lost the thread, so to speak. What I am saying is that, yeah, you know, in order to deal with muck and yuck, it helps to talk about it. It helps to um, understand it from different perspectives. And I got to tell you now, stuff that used to really deeply affect me doesn't anymore. <laughs> wow. I'm sort of like really feeling that in the moment because I'm thinking to myself, honestly, you want to make that statement that it doesn't affect you at all? And I realized, yeah, I think I can make that statement, which is huge. I'm using that word huge a lot today, but that's huge balloon puffed up letters like four separate balloons with the letters printed on the balloons in the sky. H-U-G-E. Huge. And it can be done. Forgiveness is the way. Healing is the way. Calm and balance is the way. Okay, cool. On to astrology. Uh, I can tell my mic is still doing those like little noises. I'm not quite sure how to uh, deal with it. But just to let you know, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm going to try to work on it. Okay. 
uh, let's see, it's the 27th of August. We do have a trine happening between Venus and Neptune retrograde. Mm. So it's a great time to really sink into your spirituality. Uh, connection with God, universal energy, source spirit, your higher self, your inner child, our souls, right? And how we connect with with uh, God energy, God being shorthand for good. Beautiful time for that. We have, that's the main aspect that's happening today, folks. Let's see what the moon's up to. Mm -hmm. uh, the moon just entered Capricorn. Joining the party in Capricorn. So in a day or two, it'll be steeped in that energy of Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn all retrograde. And remember, that's all about work, 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 work. Now, this is the thing. This is why I was talking about like energy and, and stuff like that. Remember, Mars is in Aries right now. So there is energy for us to access and the key is to do it in as healthy a way as possible. So figure out what that means to you. And that might mean being more active, um, doing some stretches, dancing, taking a walk, doing yoga. You know, I've never really gotten into yoga, surprisingly enough, because I, I'm fairly spiritual on a lot of different levels, but the um, stereotypical stuff I've never gotten into. Now, I might, you know, yoga seems pretty cool. And uh, so that's something to think about. I think that's a way that I can experience more energy. And it's, it's especially hard when you're in a small space such as an RV. But the other day I started to do my exercise routine on the bed. I was doing leg lifts. Um, I have a five pound weight dumbbell that I'm using to do arm exercises. And I'm starting to get back into my exercise routine after having gone through cancer treatment uh, I completed breast cancer treatment last July, a year ago, July. So it's been a little over a year. And my arm where I had the, uh, my left side where I had the lumpectomy, um, I had to do like a bit of rehab with my arm. I couldn't lift it very well. And I still, it's not a hundred percent, but it's a lot better. It's a lot better. Um, so there is still, I've taken, you know, certain, I've been cautious when it comes to exercising because I've had to do a little rehab, but I'm getting back into it. So think about that. Think about food, diet, water. Um, and it, yeah, we'll talk more about this in the days to come, but think about energy, what that means to you, how you want to get it. 
I think a lot of people rely on unhealthy ways to get energy peeps. And yeah, I'm talking drugs. <laughs> but there are, there can be some good, you know, quote unquote drugs as well. That's the thing. Everything is so complicated. There's so much to it. Like a single subject. It just, like I always say, runs the gamut. Um, there are levels to everything. So it's really important to just research, you know, get information, always come from a place of what is for my highest good and the highest good of all. Connect with God, universal energy, and make, move forward as, as best we can, you know, in doing all that. And hey, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> so, um, Let's look ahead for a sec. We do have Venus opposite Jupiter retrograde. Oh, wait, that already happened. <laughs> so we're still feeling it, rather. No biggie. Those are two great planets. Um, we have uh, Mercury trine Jupiter retrograde in two days. That's a great aspect. I mean, trines are easy flowing energies. So you can put your mind and your communication toward what you want to expand. What do you want to ex expand in your life? Because focus on that Jupiter's the good luck planet, the great benefic. You can somehow come up with great ideas, or something in terms of how you think, um, what you learn, it's all good. And we also have, do, 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 there's Venus opposite Pluto retrograde on the 30th. So that can be an uncomfortable uh, aspect because it's an opposition. But Venus is there. So Venus is the planet of social harmony, what we love, our relationships. It's our values when it comes to money and our morals and our self-worth. So there could be something coming into play when it comes to, you know, Pluto is all about power, control issues, manipulation, intimacy, um, uh, sex, death, taxes, as they say, shadow side stuff or muck and yuck transforming fear, the phoenix rising from the ashes, death, rebirth, Scorpio type stuff. So yeah, you know, put those two fields together <laughs> and um, come up with some sort of healing. Because there's also healing. Venus can be healing. Pluto can be healing. So focus on transforming ourselves in the best way we can and healing ourselves for real. That's the way to get through it. Okay, with that, I'm gonna move to guidance cards. I do use the Osho Zen Tarot. And um, uh, before I do, what did I wanna say? Um, I just wanna say, as we move forward with our healing, think about what we're letting go in terms of habits that negatively affect us or living environments or people or situations that are unhealthy for us overall, including uh, stuff having to do with our subconscious 
and inner child and healing, you know, past wounds as we move into living the life that we love, loving ourselves as we are living our best lives, right? And that all remember 2020, this whole time is this time of um, tower moments, death card moments, but as a world, you know, we're in it together. So we're not alone. As we move forward, you know, not to dwell too much on the past and tune into our the inner to heal and connect with God universal energy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we have a plan. <laughs> all right. So give me a moment to uh, bless and ground these cards in energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all. I'm going to do conscious breathing as I do that. I encourage you to do some conscious breathing of your own and clear your mind for a sec. Okay, I'll be back. Thank you. Okay, guidance cards for today for us to focus on as we move forward. Please flip the cards entirely. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that thing happened. It's the third one. Oh, ah. okay. There's a lot to say. It's the third card. So I've got two underneath that I can't see yet because I started a fresh shuffle and this has been happening. I love it. This is like my thing, I guess. Anyway, the third card flipped over and it's three of swords in reverse, which is fantastic because three of swords came out yesterday in, and this is the thing. I don't do reversals in my deck. So if it comes out like this fully reversed, it's for a reason. So, um, the way I read that is healing. I read that as healing. Okay, let's see what's uh, what is underneath it. Okay, wow. We've got the four of pentacles. And we've got the devil card. The four of pentacles is titled the miser. And the devil card is titled conditioning. And this Three of Swords card is titled Isolation. So very interesting because we have to, the miser, the Four of Pentacles, it can point to ways in which we're stuck and don't want to move forward. We don't want to share. We don't want to reach out. We just want to hold on to what we have. And isolation that also points to ways in which we're stuck because the figure in the card is literally stuck in ice, encased in ice. But his tears, golden healing tears, are starting to melt the ice. But remember, many of us are still in a time of great isolation because the whole pandemic, coronavirus pandemic and 
kind of, sort of, some quarantine still happening. It, uh, many of us are still in a life of limbo and isolation. So the conditioning card that can point to how we are perhaps, you know, how we are being conditioned to think about these things, um, the subject of not sharing, of like hoarding our resources. Um, wow, okay, this is pretty deep. I, it can be interpreted on several levels. Now remember this devil card in the Osho Zen titled Conditioning again, features the lion. And this lion I see as being the lion from the strength card. Okay. And also it's featured in on the um, Osho Zen Ten of Swords card. Features a lion that where a child playing a flute like morphs out of the lion, but it's our inner, it's sort of like our inner selves. We all have lions within us in a way. And this particular, this particular lion is trying to pass as a sheep simply because, you know, he thinks he's a sheep, I guess. <laughs> but the thing is, we have to let our true selves shine and not worry so much about others or try to morph and change ourselves to fit others' perceptions of who they think we should be. Um, at any rate, okay, I'm not quite sure what else to say about these cards, so I'm not going to anymore right now. <laughs> but let's move on. So how do we, how do we help heal these parts of ourselves? The four of pentacles stuck. The parts where we don't shine our light, we dim ourselves to sort of fit in. Um, the three of swords um, reversed, I still see as healing though. So how do we continue healing the other two things? Cards. <laughs> Patience. Patience is one thing. Remember, I should do a whole podcast on patience. A lot of people think they're patient because I used to be one of them. And then I realized, oh my word, I'm really not patient at all. Uh, there's something to it, though. All right. Hmm, I keep shuffling and shuffling. Nothing's coming out. What can help us continue? Well, that didn't flip. It made a noise, though. What can help us continue to heal when it comes to stuckness, miserliness, um, devil stuff, which keeps us uh, trapped? imprisoned, addicted, uh, places that we are not living our best lives, like at all, 
places within that are preventing us from living our best lives even. How do we continue healing that? How do we move forward? This is odd, peeps. I wonder if I meant to just focus on these three cards. Nothing else is coming out. Hmm. Let me see what else the Three of Swords reversed can mean. Give me a moment as I Google some answers. All right, let's see. Three of Swords reversed. Meaning. <laughs> what? Yeah, I thought there might be a. There's also a way to read it where it's um, deep wounding. I was also kind of thinking that too. That's why I'm. That's why I'm googling it. So. Uh, do do do. Okay, no, I think it, some people claim it just means like lesser disappointments. Look, it runs the gamut. Again. Okay. Let's see. There's another website I go to called Psychic Revelation Sometimes. And with Three of Swords reversed, it says, It's important to realize that even if there is some pain and disappointment, that will come or is already there <laughs> when the three of swords reversed appears in a reading this will be followed by a deep and profound healing and brighter days when you receive this card you may already be dealing with pain and sorrow know that this pain will not last forever absolutely isn't that what I was saying earlier the stuff that I used to be in pain about myself uh, no longer hurts me. No longer hurts me. And that's a beautiful thing. Bottom of the deck is understanding, which is page of cups. And that is a, a very, very profound understanding that you all need to know whether you're dealing with the deep, deep wounding which the the three of swords reversed may some people may interpret it like that there's still hope to heal absolutely and there is a way of getting on or ways there are different ways to get on the other side of it where it does not negatively affect you anymore because I've lived it. I've lived through lots of woundings. I understand. So, that understanding. Yeah, this is a profound understanding. This, the pain will not last forever, peeps. Ah! Underneath it is trust. Wow. Underneath it is uh, that trust card again, which is the Knight of Cups, which features the individual taking a leap of faith. And then underneath that is guidance. 
Three of Pentacles, which features the angel. Underneath that is inner voice, high priestess, and beyond illusion, um, judgment. Six of Swords, the burden. So we have understanding, trust, guidance, inner voice, beyond illusion, and the burden. Understanding the burden of 2020. Understanding the burden of now, which is the whole process of healing muck and yuck. It needs to be seen, it needs to be felt in order to be dealt with and healed, right? And that's it, peeps. I think that is the reading. It feels pretty good. So I hope it was helpful. I want to thank you all for all that you are and do and continue uh, tuning in to stuff I do, including my free booklets I have available on my website. You can get there through rvempath.com, rvempath on Instagram. Uh, What else is going on? Affirmation Bear, Astrology Bear through Alexa on Amazon. And I thank you so much. And I, as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Mwah.